to the Entrepreneur's Podcast, and this is episode number six. I am super, super jazzed to introduce you to my really, really good friend, Chiki Fitzgerald. She's got the game changer, and she's going to tell us all about it. Chiki, hi from warm, you are in warm um florida and we are downtown culpepper it is freezing but we're in our studio at elevate co-working space you are on my love (laughs) i will thank you so much kylie it is so great to be with you you know we've talked off and on for the last year and we finally are getting to do something together which is so much fun i know this is like it's like our first little mini project It is. That's awesome. I want to do this. So can you do me a favor and tell our listeners, give us a little bit of background on you because I don't think anybody can actually introduce themselves better than yourselves. So a little bit of information about you, what you do, your passion, and tell us about the Game Changer. Well, I will do just that. And one of the reasons why I've got what I call my Zoom wall is so that I really can tell my story uh, quickly and concisely. So the first thing is, is everything that I do is really uh, grounded in my faith. And it isn't just something I do on Sundays. It is really an integrated part of who I am. And the game changer, which really I, the cover of my book, I I found the graphic first and came up with the title second, Mm -hmm. because I loved that. Well, first of all, being a game changer is who I am as well. And it's all about innovation. And I don't know how clearly you can see this, but it is a chessboard with dominoes on it. And I started playing chess when I was five. My dad taught me early on, but I learned dominoes much later and had great fun with that. And it is just like me to take, you know, something from one part of my life and put it with something else. And so when I saw that, I brought it to my publisher uh, when I wrote The Game Changer, which is an allegorical business novel. And I had had my podcast uh, already for about seven years uh, when I wrote the book. And so I rebranded my podcast as The Game Changer. My book is The Game Changer, and I run a game-changing technology company. I'm a, uh, what I call a scale-up entrepreneur. We're not a startup. We're ready to scale. COVID got in the way a little bit. Uh, but the other two things I want to point out really quickly, this you can't see well, I know, but it is me jumping off of a telephone pole to catch a trapeze. I do have belay lines on, so you know my team was down at the bottom ready to catch me if I fell. But that reminds me every day because I see it in the in the screen every day and I know what it is. It reminds me I can do anything. And then faith, uh, failure is not an option came from a consulting engagement that I did uh, at Kennedy Space Center with Delaware North, who runs the visitor complex mm-hmm. there. We were bidding on the next 10 years of the bid with, uh, with NASA to run the space complex. And we won. Uh, But during the project, I bought that card, which says failure is not an option. And while that was about that bid, it has become one of my life mantras. And the last thing is just the the sunflowers are to remind me that I have to find joy in everything that I do. So whether it is my podcast, my book, my radio show, uh, you know, anything it is that I'm doing in my tech company, joy always has to be at the center of it. I love it. And you know 
I am like the biggest cheerleader for exactly what I see on your wall. I think we need to, so when we go live on our podcast, that might be have to be the label because it's so important for entrepreneurs to know that that has to be their mantra. It has it to be. If you don't have faith of whichever kind is comfortable for you, um, mm -hmm. I know my faith is delivered every day. I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, God, okay, let me, let me deliver a clear message so that I can reach other people. I want to be a blessing. Absolutely. I've been blessed. So I love it. And I, the game changer, amazing. We're going to dig into that, of course. And the core, it's like, it's just, I, I, I think that everybody needs to have, you know, we talk about vision boards. We're not even going to get into that. That's bigger than a vision oh, board. Oh, I've got my vision board right behind me. Yeah, but that is your vision board. <laughs> I do. You know I do. I know, but that, <laughs> what you see on the wall every day is your vision board. So, it is. It I is. And, it. you know, I, I know that people who are listening also like a little bit of credentials. I mean, I'll, I'll throw that in for good measure. The first third of my career, uh, I've been in business since 1978. And the first third was with the top travel technology companies, uh, Sabre, who launched Travelocity, Worldspan, who was the underlying technology for Expedia, Orbitz, and Priceline. Uh, then I worked for one of the largest telecommunications companies in the world that no one's ever heard of because they were a B2B tech mm -hmm. company mm -hmm. uh, providing telecommunications for the airline and the global distribution system business. And then I went out on my own. So the second piece was consulting. Uh, my biggest wins during that time were building LasVegas.com, building the first mobile travel portal for Intel, and building the first consumer portal for Carlson Companies. And then the last third has been as the entrepreneur. And that's what really what we're going to talk about today. That's awesome. So before we um, lead to our sponsor spot, I want to say I met Shiki for, well, we met at an, an event, um, yes. a, which was um, in San Francisco, pre-COVID, of course. And, and it was a, so hot. Oh, it my God. It was so blistering you, hot. The <laughs> actual event center was amazing and beautiful. Historic church. But nobody knew it was going to be record highs that day. No air conditioning. Oh, my hell, people. It was so hot in there. <laughs> and you also had two hot entrepreneurs and Cheeky and I like, like it was lightning. We needed to meet. We needed to meet. Absolutely. We needed to talk. And um, we were talking about lots of stuff. Your startups and entrepreneurism and what the what your technology was about um i was there um on business development of course and we had such an amazing amazing conversation with it was awesome so before we finalize this little stage of the intro i want to do uh, just tell us what you were, what you expected and or like you were there at this event and your event for like why you were there, a little bit of, little bit of background. I will. And, and uh, the event that we're talking about was a three-day event that was put on by the C-Suite Network. Mm -hmm. And I am a member of the Hero Club, which is their CEO club. 
And this event, there was the second day, and I think this is when you and I met, uh, where they had investors there as well. And I'm in perpetual fundraising mode, so Capital I was interested pitch. in that. <laughs> but here, here's the interesting story. I hate networking events more than going to the dentist, okay? Because I... I am fine if I walk into a room with you and you say, oh, Chicky, you've got to meet this person, right? Mm -hmm. I, I am all in. But if I have to walk into a room and I see 150 of my closest friends right. and I have to figure out who to talk to, I don't want to waste anybody's time and I don't want them to feel uh, that, they, uh, that their time was wasted. Well, the night before the opening event, they asked me to be on a panel the first morning. And let me tell you that, I mean, I've been on the stage many, many times, right. so that didn't frighten me, me at all. And, but I'm so glad it happened because that completely broke the ice because now I wasn't a stranger to them. I was on the first or second panel of the morning mm. and then people just came up to me and talked to me. So, uh, you know, when you have something unexpected like that, now I had planned on being a, on a panel the third day, they had already pre mm -hmm. pre asked me for that. So I was prepped for that. But you know, God just has such an amazing sense of humor. He knows everything about you, good, bad and different, you know, the Sunday you the rest of the week you the the you that has just had a fight with your husband, right? <laughs> Whatever it is, that's who we are, right? right? And so what I expected out of that week uh, really was to meet people exactly like you, who we would click and I would know that we wanted to find a way to do business together. And that's what happened. I love it. I love it. I ended up on the panel, I think the day before you, but yes. I knew, and you're right, uh, networking is so important, um, but it's also like you've got to be able to gear yourself up to network. And also, in my opinion, it's like this. If you know, I'm going to call it your elevator pitch, but you know your business in and out, you can be on in a second, in a second, and you can do the same because you're passionate about it. So it's not like, oh, wait, I got to prepare myself. You're on. You're on and it's awesome. Absolutely. You got it. So when we come back, we're going to talk about community because this is a super important conversation and Cheeky is the best at community. We're going to talk about her game-changing community. I can't wait. A little word from our sponsor and we're going to be back. This is Aaron from Elevate uh, Coworking, and we're happy to be hosting uh, not only the Entrepreneurs Hangout physical sessions, but also the Entrepreneurs Hangout podcast. Elevate a Coworking Community is a membership and subscription-based co-working space in downtown Culpeper, located right on Davis Street, as well as an awesome community to be a part of. questions about community and your game changing uh, game changers community tell me a little bit about how you got started what's important and what do you want to talk about with it well it's really interesting i i started a group a little bit over 10 years ago happened to start it on 
August 1st, which unbeknownst to me was National Girlfriends Day. Who knew that that even existed? But I started the Executive Girlfriends Group that day, and we did a weekly call. And because I've always been on the bleeding edge of technology, I found a platform that very closely resembles Zoom. But if you'll remember 10 years ago, that stuff didn't even exist. And if it did, it was very expensive. Well, I negotiated a deal where I would use the platform with my group and expose them to, you know, this product. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, we had a community platform that we use. Now, we've since moved on to a a different platform. But I really pioneered that format of doing these calls with a community behind it where people could put their profiles and they could talk and and it was all very safe and secure. Mm-hmm. And by the way, at that time, you know, sites like Facebook and LinkedIn and pages on Facebook and and groups, those really hadn't evolved yet. Oh, no. And, and so I did it out of necessity because I wanted these women to meet each other and, but we were spread all over the world and I had over 700 women uh, that were part of that group. It's a much smaller group now, but, but much more engaged. We've Mm -hmm. got about a hundred that are still uh, engaged in the group uh, 10 years later. But a hundred engaged, just, I'm just going to give you a little kudos. That's awesome. Yes. And, and engagement is hard. And again, I don't do that for a living. I'm a tech CEO. So uh, imagine what would happen if I would actually invest time in it. So what ended up happening is a couple of years ago, I started seeing other people who wanted to do the same thing of pulling people together. And uh, again, you've seen it happen where, you know, people set up a LinkedIn group or they set up a Facebook group or a Facebook page for their, for their company. Right. And, and, Again, you'll see the same thing happen over and over again. You'll see them posting content, one or two people being engaged, and, the, and there may be many, many people following the page, but nothing happening. Right. Well, uh, I mentioned just before we went on the air that today there was a press conference. I've, I've been busy all day, so I didn't actually get a chance to listen to it, uh, but it was a group, I believe, called the Amistad uh, Project that uh, has uncovered the money trail mm-hmm. uh between mark zuckerberg and i i don't think it was facebook directly but some mm-hmm. enterprise that he's involved in uh and i don't really want to focus on that i only mention it because uh anytime there is anything where that money is actually ending up interfering in an mm-hmm. election and i don't care where your per- political persuasion sure. is Uh, And then I think everyone's aware of the amount of censorship that has been happening, not only on Facebook, uh, definitely on Twitter, even YouTube and Google. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we are we are in an unprecedented age where other people think they know what we should be talking about. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but my driver's license still says Florida and that's still in the United States of America. We do not live in, you know, communist uh, mm-hmm. China or, you know, in, in a place where you've got a dictator and I want freedom. And so what I have done is I've started forming communities for people under the brand of the game changer mm-hmm. hub. Mm-hmm. And the game changer hub is simply the, the metropolitan area. And then we have 
villages within that. And then we also have neighborhoods within that. So the executive girlfriends group is a neighborhood within the larger village. And we're able to create these communities for people. I, I can move them from Facebook or, or whatever platform they're on. And actually, the problem isn't Facebook. The problem is people are everywhere. They've got a website. They've got a YouTube page. They've got an Instagram page. And no one knows where to go uh, okay. to find them. And invariably, Kylie, and I don't know if you do this at the end of your show, but at the end of my podcast, I always ask, Kylie, tell me, what, what is the one place people can reach you? And invariably, I get a list of 12, right? And people can't process that much information. So what the community is doing, it's going from the world where we have been in the audience of a podium, where mm-hmm. people have been talking at us talking to us, maybe asking us questions or allowing us to do Q&A, but I'm bringing them into a world of roundtables where not only can you talk to me directly in my community, Mm -hmm. but you can talk to each other and I don't have to be there, right? There's so many communities and I won't name names, but there's so many communities or organizations, Mm -hmm. membership organizations that call themselves a community, but they don't have community and Mm. the only time you're together is when they're there whoever the they is whether it's a a single personality or it's a group of people and you know I even see this on mastermind groups and all of these different things that have popped up and it's all about somebody's ego right yeah I get it I get it and I'm telling you we have the most unique thing and it, it it isn't about the platform that we sit on it isn't even about the content that we have, because we've got the same content that you might have somewhere else. What we have is a group full of people who have no ego that they're trying to push. I like it. And it's absolutely unbelievable. I love it. I love it. Because um, so, and we all belong to a lot of groups, whether it be, say, for example, Facebook, um, whether it be um, Instagram, um, Pinterest or whatever it might be, whatever the groups that you belong to, they could even be an old fashioned, like, Oh my gosh, I actually got to physically belong to that group. Right. But, right. but uh, like, for example, I host the entrepreneurs hangout group. We meet every Wednesday or every third Wednesday of the month at this beautiful location, elevate. We do change it up a little bit, but it is a group. We physically meet. If I'm not here, what happens? But I love what you're saying about the community, the villages, and like, all right, but also the people in your group, then what you're saying is, if I'm not there, if you're not there, hey, listen, this is the village. This is your neighbors. I'm like, converse, talk, do business with each other, and that's important. Yeah, and in fact, nothing makes me happier than to hear about that happy. I'm going to tell you a, a quick story about the Executive Girlfriends Group. And by the way, our tagline for that group is Extraordinary Women, Uncommon Bonds. And I how it. I named it that was there was a time, and it, it was, a, uh, I want to say 2010, early 2011. Uh, obviously, the economy was in the tank. I had just had a spectacular business failure (laughs) and literally my husband and I had to file personal bankruptcy. Uh, You know, it so many entrepreneurs have gone through that, that, you know, it's not even a big scarlet B on my chest anymore. It's like normal. It's the history. Right. But anyway, so I had 
no money. I mean, I, there were times I had, uh, I'm embarrassed to say that I had two Rolex watches that my husband had bought for me. And we had already sold both of those. We had gotten rid of one of our cars. We had taken our kids out of private school and put them in public school. You know, we had, the, the one thing that sticks in my mind was the day that uh, Sparklet's water had to come and wheel the water cooler out of our house. And for some reason, that's what sticks in my head, right? Um, but anyway, we, we had lost so, so much of our material wealth, yep. right? Um, and on one of the things that we would do on the Executive Girlfriends Group call every week was we would go around the table and everybody would share their high points and their low points. Mm-hmm. And that particular week, it was a very small group that was on the call. And I shared that I actually had an opportunity brought to me by one of the other members uh, AARP had called her about a consulting project and she either wasn't interested or didn't feel she was qualified, but she called me mm-hmm. and I, and she said, would you be interested? And it's like, would I? And so then I get all excited and then I think, oh crap, I can't even afford to get on an airplane. And if I do, I certainly can't afford to spend the night. So I'm on my executive girlfriend's group call right. and these women say to me, um, when I shared my story and this opportunity, one of them who I had known her for maybe 10 years, but we weren't good friends by any stretch. Right. She said, Chicky, I've got so many frequent flyer miles. You just tell me when you want to go and you've got a ticket. And then one of the other women who lived in DC, who I had never met, she said, Oh, you know, my husband and I are going to be out of town that week, but you can stay in our apartment. And so that. I had a place to stay. I had an airline ticket and I got a $450,000 consulting gig that completely changed my personal fortune to where I was back to where I was in my consulting firm. And I was able to go on and launch another startup, which is my current company. And I'm telling you, those are the kinds of things that happen in real communities. People step up for each other. I love it. So I love it. We want high, high five, five high if five. we were together. Oh my God, that's like a tearjerker story. I love it with a great ending. Okay, when oh, we come say back. Say that again because your, your audio was going out. Tearjerker story with the, an amazing ending. When we come back, we're going to hear how you and the game changer, how we're going to mesh. And we're going to hear about like, we got to bring this forward. We got to bring this out there. So a word from our sponsor, and we're going to be right back from Cheeky Fitzgerald. I want to thank my sponsor, Monica Christian, your commercial expert from Farmers Steel Agency. Cheeky, I thought, hey, I'm I'm gonna give you like I'm gonna throw something out there. I might be, say, for example, uh, a business coach. Okay, and how does your community help me? Where do I go? What do I do? What would you do? Tell me. This is just an example, but you're on. 
Great. Well, I, I love giving analogies. In fact, uh, I, I speak in analogies so frequently. Uh, it really, there there are so many different kinds of people who who can really make a difference in our community. I think it it starts at the very very beginning of where are you right now. And most of us are in communities that are so filled with noise. And quite frankly, we are being sold to 24-7. If somebody connects with us on LinkedIn, invariably, there's an automated tool that's saying, oh, do you need offshore programming? You know, whatever it is, name the five things that you get pitched every week. If you're tired of the noise, then you belong in a community rather than hanging out in social media. If you feel bad at the end of the hour that you spend on LinkedIn because you know, you're know you not getting enough posts or enough likes or whatever, our motto at the Game Changer uh, community is come matter here. So that's the, the most basic is that leaving, leaving the noisy, that. crazy environment where everybody's selling to you. And I've got this picture that I use uh, when I'm talking to people about community. It's a picture of Grand Central Station filled with people. And you're up on the stairs saying, hey, anybody care about business coaching? Right. And you see somebody across the room. It's like, did you say business coaching? Yeah, I might. You know, and then you have to make your way to each other. And it's it's tedious and it's hard and and it's really hard to filter out the good from the bad. And we are very, very uh, selective about who we let into the community. We have filtering questions that that and you've seen this on Facebook groups, too. And, and so once you're in, then we can figure out where you fit. And I just had this discussion today uh, with the women on the executive girlfriends group. One of the women said, because uh, I said, you know, we need moderators of each of our topics. And you and I talked yeah. about this yesterday of how it would be so great to have you moderating the, moderating the entrepreneurial uh portion of the site right and you know post your content encourage other people to post content Mm -hmm. encourage them to tell their stories right and even interview them on your show that would be just so powerful and then one of the women in the group I could see her you know kind of hanging her head a little bit and I said well you know and she said well I I don't really have content and would I have to like moderate a zoom call and I said oh no we'll partner you up with somebody we'll partner you up with Kylie she'll do it right? She'll do that piece of it. But I said, what you can do is greet everybody who said that they're interested in entrepreneurialism and get them talking about themselves and remind them to set up their profile. And so there are so like, like a village, there's so many roles. And then we need people who have training, Mm -hmm. right? Training programs. And, and if the training program is applicable, you know, kind of our general rule is if it's applicable to 70, 80% of the people in the network, then we'll put it in our training programs. If it's not, and it's unique, and you've got your own unique group, let's say mm-hmm. you run a group of, uh, you know, redheaded uh, people who, uh, you know, make Red-headed plush toys, <laughs> make plush toys for pools. There you go. Like and it. you're with a bunch of other people who do that same thing. Well, then we'll create your own private community, right? We've got a place and think of that, like inviting you over to, oh, you guys all go over to this room and we'll put redheaded people who run plush toy companies, right? And, and so we can create custom, we call, we call them VIP villages. Okay. So 
the the neighborhoods are where people who uh, who are like minded, like the executive girlfriends group, or we've got a group for couples, or we've got a group uh, for people who are are dads who are the stay at home dads, right, for their executive wives. There there's a group for everything, and uh, so we need people who can do all of those things. But you come in first. Come matter here is what we say. And uh, I won't go into detail on this. You need to interview my partner on this, but we're building something called the Love Army. And once once you come and visit the community, you'll learn all about that. And if you are really passionate about making a difference in the world, you want to be a part of the Love Army. I love it. I love it, the Love Army. It's, um, it sounds very intriguing. Sure. <laughs> well, that's the whole purpose. We also, one of the courses I teach is about the engagement ladder of not only how to get people engaged, but how to stay out of the, the spam and the noise rungs mm-hmm. that are at the bottom of the ladder. Mm-hmm. And you guys have all seen it. I just finished taking a course. And again, I won't name any names, but it was a five-day course. And day five was all about upselling you to whatever they wanted to sell you to. And my time is so precious. I didn't have a full day to listen to them no. talk about their next program, right? They took they took me right down to the spam and and the noise layer. Whereas they the rest of the time they had been up up the top of the right. expert on the topic of the of what they had been teaching. So we train our leaders. We train those who are going to train on our site mm-hmm. how to stay out of those two noisy places and to get to the place of intrigue. You came right to the right word. I love it. I love it. And so it's um, it coming into the new year. Let's talk about because your podcast will be uh, aired in the new year. We're 2021. If you could say all right, at the end of this podcast, give me some good stuff for 2021. <laughs> well, I would say that the first thing is to invest in yourself. Uh, and one of the ways you can do that is by getting into a vibrant community uh, where people actually care about one another. And that's what we're working on creating at the Game Changer Hub. And when you post the show, I'll give you the link so that if, if someone is interested, really the best way is, is to follow me first and then I'll, I'll do the invitation. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about right. that. Yeah. So for the rest of 2021, I would say the other thing is make sure that you craft in time into your business to work on your business, not just in your business. And if that means taking a short sabbatical, Ask your team to run the show while you take a sabbatical. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're going to be talking a lot about um, scaling and working in and on your business coming in January with lots of different, uh, with lots of different podcast um, um, guests. And so I am really, really super excited. Chiki, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we got like a, a little mini project to start working on we're going to be doing some good stuff and big stuff to with with each other so i'm really really grateful for you to for you to be here um let's welcome in the new year and let's do some really great stuff together well i'm excited kylie and thank you so much for the opportunity i'm just grateful for your friendship and for your leadership and for what uh, what we can do together. Uh, nothing ever happens by accident. It does not. Give me a woohoo. 
Woo-hoo. Awesome. Go awesome. Out, go out and change your game. You got it. Thank you so much. Have a great, great. have a great tell them have a great day. Okay. Take care. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to podcast number six with the entrepreneurs hangout, Chicky Fitzgerald. This was an awesome way to figure out how you connect with your community. And remember to like, subscribe, and share because I cannot do this without you. Thanks, you guys. See you same time, next time, same time. Bye.